Hello and welcome to Prince Track by Track. I am your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about Hastewake from Sign of the Times. Recorded on the 18th of October 1986 with overdubs done on the 26th of October 1986. Released on the 30th of March 1987. Uh, on the track you have Prince and you have Eric Leeds and Atlanta Bliss um, playing saxophone and trumpet respectively. Mm-hmm. And then you have a bunch of people. <laughs> doing party voices uh, as they are as they are listed uh, you know this song was originally part of the Camille album uh, something that we'll get into later mm-hmm. um, it was 4 minutes and 38 though there is a 7 minutes and 15 version which was the B-side of the 12 inch of You Got The Look and joining me to talk about this today is Elliot Wallace hello Elliot hey Darren I, I was wondering during this, during the, our conversation, would you be able to tell us uh, who in this house knows about the quake? <laughs> <laughs> and they're getting uh, better. I mean, we do. I mean, really, uh, really, I really. mean, really. <laughs> um, I mean, it's quite easy to say that this is pretty much a straight-up funk song. Oh, absolutely, say. absolutely, yeah. I, I kind of in the in the style of uh, James Brown. There's a lot of call and response to. A non-existent band because it was just Prince playing all yeah. the instruments. Um, but on when you when it's done live um, on, in the Sign of the Times concert film, Prince does a lot more of that kind of call and response to the band and kind of gets them to start and stop and all the all, you know all the kind of stuff that James Brown used to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just you know, and it's just worth getting straight into the lyrics because you know the fact that it starts up, shut up already, damn, and. Yeah. And and that is essentially kind of stopping playing the sunshine, Absolutely. which has been this kind of upbeat song, and it gets to a certain point, and then Prince just comes in and goes, "Shut up already, damn!" And it stops playing the sunshine dead, and then we get the kind of that that beat, um, you know, which it's you know it's it's fun to know that it's Prince playing those drums, yeah. <laughs> kind of doing that very distinctive beat, um, and and that's kind of what the song is mostly going to be. It's it's going to be. Uh, this this beat and obviously Prince will instruct you on what you need to do on certain parts of the beat. Um, you know, uh, yeah. you have to get up on the one and 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 you know <laughs> clap on the two and all this kind of stuff. So there's kind of instructions that are gonna are gonna come from Prince as this beat goes on. Oh yeah. And you know, there's there's you know the the horns obviously. Um, at one point, Prince tells us to listen to the horns. There's a, there's a little bit of I like the fact that he refers to the the, the drummer. But obviously, Prince is the drummer on this song, so yeah. And I, I think that touches back to like the, the overall um, James Brown kind of uh, James Brown experience of how his band, like when he was the, the JBs, but just how he operated too, of you know giving everyone, letting everyone know what part they have to play in the band and yeah. in the song. It's it's the vocal. It's kind of like a vocal orchestra conductor. Uh, you can yeah. take that that way. Yeah, and you know um, th- the fact that housequake is not even a word. Prince no. has made up a word so- for this song, and yet it doesn't sound odd to say it. No, um, you know, and the fact that you know Prince has this call and response where he starts off by saying, "If you know how to rock, say yeah." Oh, that's and obviously, <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I, I mean, just how the way that the, the song kind of does stop um, playing the sunshine. And how like playing the sunshine is going out, and then this just kind of the, it pulls the record. And it's like stop, we're going to have another party, okay? And yeah. the way there's a sly way he's going, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Just like I, I just I, I, I don't know. It's it's amazing to hear. Like I I, I want to say this that um like um uh, during Mother's Day there was like a YouTube or like a, a Twitter uh 
like list of can you name your mom's three favorite records and uh, for my mom it was like uh, it what was it? it was thriller uh, back on the block from Quincy, J- Quincy Jones and uh, Roberta Flack featuring Donny Hathaway. Uh, for, uh, w- when I have kids in the future, I want them to know what my three favorite albums are. <laughs> Nevermind by Nirvana, Enter the Wu-Tang by Wu-Tang Clan, and Sign of the Times. And the yeah. it, it, it is just, this just grabs me in the way that the vocals are. I love how sly and kind of sexy and but how fun they are, and especially with something like Housequake. I, you know, it, it, yeah, it, it just like, who says housequake, but it feels right <laughs> when he was saying it. And that's what I love about yeah. it. And I like as well how he says, if you ain't hip to the royal housequake, shut up already. Dan. So he's <laughs> yeah. like, so he's, he's, he's kind of getting people involved with the call and response and the, the years and the oh years. And then he tells them to shut up. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when we get when he when he actually says there's a brand new groove going around, that's when the guitar comes in. Yeah. Um, you know, and when he says and the kick drum is the fault, then you kind of start hearing the kick drum a little heavier. Um, and like that kind of that kind of um, use of of mentioning instruments and, and or, or mentioning beats and those actually happening as Prince says them. That's the kind of thing that, you know, knowing that this is just Prince laying down the drum track and then going back and doing the vocals and. Like, to think of like in his head how he knew how all these parts were going to be put together mm. and the fact that he can make the lyrics kind of reflect what he was playing yeah um, it's just kind of magical um, oh oh you know. I, yeah I, magic i think that's the word i should just kind of use because of how much it all kind of contains and how and what he was i i've maybe what he was trying to go for with this song and who what he was trying to tap into um, there's uh, the line. Uh, let me uh, find it. He says, uh, "Now, now that you got it, let's do the twist a little bit harder than we did in '66, a little bit faster than we did in '60s." I'm trying not to sing it. In '67. Um, yeah, '67. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to remember explicitly why '66, like as a as a touchstone, was because I do know other kind of R&B or hip hop songs that mention '66. Uh, but you know, I think that is what he was trying to go for, like the the hot kind of the, the funk and the R and B that was coming out and kind of growing before the summer of love in the next year when things would like really take off and really change. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, that's why I think it's just so magical. When Prince had, you know, he has the instruction where he says, "We're going to show you what to do. Put your mm-hmm. foot down on the two, jump up on the one." So he as and then when he says now you're having fun mm. and he goes you're doing the housequake he actually leaves a gap so you can hear the four beats and so you know when you have to put your foot down on the two and jump up on the one and when they do it in the sign of the times concert film mm. all of the bands start jumping up oh. on the on the one and they they kind of start going down on the two <laughs> and it's it's kind of like interesting that Prince has just said it and they all start kind of dancing along and it's the same on uh, the love sexy video you know when they they do um, the housequake there as well when prince does these instructions of what beats you've got to do stuff on the rest of the band all start joining in and doing that yeah um, I, I mean that also know. calls it directly back to uh to like the funk art like james explicitly you know james specifically sorry specifically james brown and you know, the show that you train hours and hours and prepare for you know, to make sure yeah. that everything is in the right place and that you are ready to go. But it also just comes off naturally. And I think as well, it's funny because, you know, probably my favorite part of the song is where Prince is like, question, does anybody know about the quake? And then he just, and when everyone says, yeah, he goes, bullshit. And I just think it's funny that 
he's told them what it is and they're saying yeah we know what you're talking about and then he's like no you don't and then he starts telling everyone to clap their hands mm. and you know when they do it live uh, in the sign of the times concert film everybody starts all the bands start clapping their hands and you can see everybody in the audience starts clapping their hands yeah and it's just kind of so great and of course you know he throws a dr seuss reference in by saying don't wait for your neighbor green, green eggs, eggs and, and ham, ham. <laughs> yeah and I think that kind of that also calls to kind of like the seventies funk stuff of just kind of throwing things out there. Oh yeah, and just kind of not explaining them and just kind of having weird non sequiturs just thrown into a song. Yeah, kind of. Uh, kind of. I, 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 I've been referencing James Brown a lot, but James Brown a lot, but uh, there's also a lot of uh, the P funk. Uh, George Clinton kind of yeah. show and movement there too, especially with something like Green Eggs and Ham, just throwing that out yeah. there. That seems I, like a really kind of Clinton y line to do, doesn't it? Yeah. Prince is constantly telling us there's a brand new groove going around in your city, in your town. Mm. Housequake. You know, it's worth mentioning at this particular point, you know, Eric Lee's Atlanta Bliss, um, they kind of helped Prince, you know, put kind of horns into his songs, something that, you know, he'd mostly done with synths when he was younger. You know, kind of what yeah. would become the horn lines when they did him live, you know, were synth lines when Prince played them. Um, and I think Eric Leeds, he's, you know, he's such a great player. Um, and, you know, he kind of, he, when he does his solo, particularly, you know, on the record, it's really good. But on the on the concert film, it's even better. Oh, I, um, I have know. to hear it. And, and, and the performance kind of goes around as that solo's happening. Prince starts doing kind of little weird dance moves mm. and starts pointing to different members of the band to do stuff. And it's just kind of like really fun. Um, you know, and, and <laughs> I like as well how you know Prince is talking about how you know they've got a jam before the before the police come. Yeah, uh, and and of course he says a groove this funky is on the run. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, which is just such a great line. Yeah, uh, you know, and I think it's funny because you know there's not a t- there's not a ton of kind of like lyrics in this song that are about anything substantial. It's no. just it's just kind of a, it's just about the song itself. Yeah, um, and that is something that's kind of like a, you know a hallmark of funk is kind of telling everybody about the song that they're listening to, yeah. about how funky the song that they're listening to is, and about how groovy it is. And I think that's that's kind of like something that Prince has obviously you know studied, and he knows that that's that's what the construction of like a funk song is: is you've got to tell everybody how funky it is. Yeah, um, yeah, just. I'm trying to kind of think the the cultural rock, but no, yeah, you're right. It is the the funk and soul song. It's 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 having the singer there for the music and yeah. to keep the people going, uh, like the a fitness instructor, if as you were like that uh, that phrase is old, but like uh, yeah, to keep people dancing, keep people going. And of course, you know, um, we get to the end where you know. Um, Prince is saying, "My Lord, my mm. Lord," and and then he goes, "Shock a lock a boom," yeah. and you know he says, "What was that?" And then of course he goes, "Aftershock." <laughs> Everybody. When they do it, when they do it live, he goes, "Shock a lock a boom." What was that? And he goes, "It was Cat." And then Cat does some dancing oh, to wow. like a saxophone solo. So he kind of changes it to suit the fact that it's Cat that is causing this quake. But I do like you know like kind of you know we're gonna shake, we're gonna quake. We got mm. the baddest groove that we could make. <laughs> which is just like <laughs> I just love the kind of boasting but at mm. the same time as you're listening to the song you're like yeah uh, this is the baddest groove that, that, that they could make um, you know and of course you know the drummer's going to tap kind of see if we can rock this mother to the max and that's, and a, that's fact. a fact <laughs> yeah and again like Prince's interjections on this song are so perfect the kind of the little kind of offbeat kind of interjections um, and then of course 
I love when he says, uh, everybody shut up, listen to the Oh, I love that's that. That's where we get, the, we get the ending of the song, which is just so perfect with the kind of the horn lines, um, you know, and the, the kind of the little stabs from the drums. And then, you know, Prince just says, housequake, and we get a little bit of the, you know, the the, the horns going... Yeah. And, of course, Prince saying, shut up already, damn. And then, you know... We're into the next song, you yeah. know. It's just such a great ending, such a great ending as well. Yeah, if I remember, um, like the way I the, the the shut up already kind of sounds like it's coming off of a uh, like the vinyl record. If I remember how it, yeah, yeah, and I always kind of like that too. I I don't know. It, it, the song just kind of puts me in a different space, you know, in a different mindset. That's why it's so magical it's a song essentially kind of about the song yeah and and it's kind of a little insubstantial in that way but you know when the song is that good and when you have like you know uh, horn lines that are that tight and when you've got you know prince kind of doing this very kind of like on the one type of drumming and you know it all kind of comes together obviously this was something that prince you know he performed it quite regularly live because obviously you know, it's a good song to kind of get the audience going and kind of have that kind of back and forth and the kind of like crowd participation and, you know, all the kind of the, the different call and responses. Um, and, you know, as I said, it was meant to be part of the Camille album. Uh, the the track listing for Camille is uh, Rebirth of the Flesh and then mm. Housequake uh, and then Strange Relationship uh, and then Fill You Up, which, uh, you know, turns up as a B-side for a Batman single. Yeah. Um, and then Shakadalika, uh, which obviously was a B-side, um, I think, for If I Was Your Girlfriend. Um, and then Good Love, which showed up later on on Crystal Ball. Uh, and then, of course, If I Was Your Girlfriend. And then finally Rock Hard in a Funky Place, which is, uh, I think, the final track on the Black Album. Um so, you know, this is the first kind of Camille song that we've encountered. And the idea behind Camille was that Prince, um, he's, he's changed his voice very slightly by having it slowed down um, mm. when he was recording. And then when it was played back at normal speed, it would be slightly sped up. Yeah. Uh, something that's obvious on Strange Relationship and If I Was Your Girlfriend. Uh, and if you've ever heard Chocodelica again, you know, it, it's quite obvious that Prince's voice has been altered. It's still Prince's voice. You can still tell it's Prince. Um, yeah. But obviously Prince wanted to, you know, issue these under the pseudonym Camille and mm. do no publicity. <laughs> right. And this was wow. something that Prince would kind of, he'd done this a few times where he wanted to, like with the family, um, you know, he just wanted the family to just release an album and nobody know Prince had done anything with it and see how well it did. And obviously mm. it didn't do very well. And he wanted to do the same thing with Camille. You know, he wanted he wanted this to be a, a single album that would be released at the same time as, uh, you know, what was the Crystal Ball at the time. And right. you know, he wouldn't he wouldn't tell anyone who Camille is. Warner Brothers would just release it. Um, it had a catalog number, one dash two five five four three. There are pressings of it. Uh, mm. which obviously you can get for quite a, a lot of money. Of all the tracks, obviously Rebirth of the Flesh is the only one that hasn't ever officially been released, though I would assume as time goes on that will officially happen. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of one of the most bootlegged Prince songs. Um, and, you know, the kind of there's some slight differences with the songs, which obviously I'll get into, but Housequake basically is the exact same as it would have been on Camille. Um and I think it's interesting that, you know, the start of the song sounds like Camille saying to whoever's doing Play in the Sunshine, shut up already. And then mm. and that song kind of abruptly stops because 
it would have actually been shut up already to rebirth of the flesh rather than playing the sunshine. But you know, that's the great thing with it just being, you know, like an opening like that is it can fit anywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I think Camille was an interesting idea, but at the same time, it's one of those things where, you know, it's like Stephen King writing the Richard Bachman novels and then releasing them and nobody buying them. And then somebody <laughs> revealing that, oh, yeah, these are Stephen King. And then, of course, they sell millions because yeah. you know, Stephen King is, you know, you, you can you can kind of create an artist, um, as I'm sure Banksy has shown, uh, and have a certain <laughs> level of anonymity. But you can't really do that. That works with kind of visual arts because it's kind of easy to kind of just sell, you know, the work on the basis of the work. Yeah. But it's a little harder with like music or you know, or books or films or whatever, because although it's easy to have a pseudonym, it's then mm-hmm. harder to promote the work. It's like, what would Warner Brothers have done to promote Camille? Who who would they have kind of wheeled out to pretend to be Camille? You know, who would have promoted yeah. the singles? You know, once you get into that, you realise that as an idea, it's quite interesting, but it could never work. Yeah, I mean, like, if it were now where we have uh, virtual reality, like, so much AI, not AI, but, like, a virtual reality kind of things, you could make yeah. up a VR kind of character and have them be Camille. Like, uh, that movie with Al Pacino, I think it's Simone. Simone, yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. It's actually S1M0NE. That's the, that's oh. the correct. Because the ones and the zeros, because she's a computer character, of course. Of course. Elliot. Um, yeah, so I guess you, yeah, you could have done like a Simone type thing, but yeah. In the end, it's like who's going to promote the who's going to promote the stuff. That's that's what yeah. Warner Brothers were asking, and obviously once that that fell through, Prince took you know a few of the songs back from Camille and put them onto Sign of the Times, um, you know. And I think Housequake works. It works where it is in the album, you know. And, yeah. You know, just before um, Ballad of Darfy Parker and 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 just after playing the Sunshine, it it just works as kind of like this party track. Um, you know, playing the sunshine is a party track as well, but Housequake is a party track. You know, that's also a funk track, and it's you know yeah. completely different flavor. And you know, if you just look at like those first kind of like four songs from Sign of the Times, you can see why that's probably Prince's best ever album. <laughs> you know, this album is probably you know as good as he because the fact that he kind of hopped between all these different styles of songs so effortlessly mm. in the space of four songs, you go from you know Sign of the Times, which is kind of a serious kind of political commentary to a couple of party songs to you know ballad of dorothy parker which is you know a masterpiece and it's just yeah. like you know so i mean i don't i feel i don't need to say it, but five out of five from me for this certainly i mean I'm absolutely five out of five I, I mean my like the way I, sign of the times is such a weird record for me because it's still very revered but i feel like it's not as revered as it should be that i think it should be as revered as purple rain and I think I, I, it's, it's even kind of surprising Housequake wasn't released as a, like a, a flat out single. Yeah. When I was first hearing so many of these songs, like why isn't that a single? Why isn't why wasn't that played more <laughs> on the radio? Like it, it. And what's weird about it is uh, the last track, "Adore." Um, that song gets still get gets played uh, on like I get like um, classic R and B stations. That wasn't even released as a single. Yeah. But I think it just kind of proves how powerful it was. But it it feels weird that it's not as revered as it should be but i and i this is a weird trend i've noticed that 1987 had a lot of really great records released and i've a, a lot of them still stand the test of time i bad by michael jackson though yeah. i mean that's debatable i mean uh, guns and roses you too like there's so many great records released so i 
kind of understand it, but at the same time, this it just should be it should be in museums. That's all I'm saying. This record <laughs> needs to be in museums and remembered. Uh, hope uh, the uh, Library of Congress has a copy for future generations. Uh, but yeah, five out of five with Housequake. Uh, it's interesting yeah. as well that you know this album has 16 tracks and yet there were only four singles. Um, now there were four singles that were released off Parade, and that only mm-hmm. had 11 tracks. There were four singles that were released off. Uh, but you know raspberry uh, sorry were around the world in a day and that only had nine songs and then there were five singles released off purple rain and that only had nine songs so as a proportion of the amount of songs that were there i mean even um, love sexy has nine tracks and three of those were released as singles so mm. you know as a proportion this is like the lowest number of singles that were released off yeah. the album uh, i mean batman had five singles for christ's sakes and there's only nine tracks on there so yeah. you know it's it's odd that this was the point at which warner brothers were like kind of seem to be reeling Prince in and saying let's not release so many singles when mm. you know to my ear there are a ton of singles uh, kind of on air I think it's interesting that y- you're right this does sound like it would be you know a single and there are so many songs on this album where you feel that I personally didn't I wasn't able to find any kind of substantial cover versions I, was, I found a few that were like tributes after Prince died and I, yeah. I try to avoid those um, you know, yeah at the uh, BET Awards uh, they did they had like a, the tribute for Prince I, I I can't remember. I don't think it was Sheila E, but they. But anyway, when the whole kind of a medley started, it started with Housequake, and I was kind of really excited because I was like, everyone should know that song, and not enough people I feel know that song. But that that was one that kind of came to mind for me. I can't Is that one with Erica Badu? No, 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 no. It was uh, from it was it was 2016 it wasn't erica badu but i can't remember who it was i have to look it up later so i mean you know i again you know it's such a great song at the same time i would prefer people didn't cover it <laughs> oh yeah absolutely <laughs> you know, yeah it wouldn't think, make sense to cover it i think it works as you know it works as prince because you know prince is the you know he had that this, this particular i mean something about sign of the times is there were some songs that were set up where the board was set up incorrectly and where mm. stuff was set up where stuff is missing. And, you know, so something that I talk about on some of the other songs, sometimes, you know, because they were in the process of moving into Paisley Park and they, you know, they still were kind of setting things up. The sound of Sign of the Times is kind of unique because a lot of it is kind of accidental. Um, so, um, you know, I think that's the kind of, particularly with, with a lot of the songs on here, you know, that, that drum sound, you know, mm. the kind of the crowds, the call and response, all that kind of stuff that Prince does on this. I think only Prince can do. And if you were to do a cover of it, it would just sound quite lame. <laughs> so. yeah. I, I, I did notice um, there were like a couple of songs that uh, sampled this song, which was always kind of felt a little weird kind of hearing those samples. Uh, the uh, one was by uh, Das Racist. And I think the, oh, yeah. the song was the song was just called Shut Up, Dude. And it starts with the uh, shut up already. <laughs> and, but the, it is kind of iconic and strong enough to where you it does work. Yeah, a way, yeah, it catches you. Uh, that's yeah. why. Uh, I think there was also an MC Hammer song that uh, sampled it. Oh, I don't um, know about that. Yeah, he seemed to be just cribbing from Prince constantly. <laughs> and uh, there was this song by uh, Gerald Levert uh, when he was with uh, like his own R&B band. Called, I think it was when he was with Levert. It was called uh, Rope a Dope Style, and it starts the same way with like, and it doesn't really like include too much of Housequake, but it's. 
you know, it's it's noticeable when you first, when you hear it. Well, I feel like we've said as much about Housequake as we possibly can, yeah, and absolutely. so it's time for us to shut up already. So let's go to plugs. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter. I am at E.H. Wallace. Great stuff. You can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you could email us for some reason. Don't know why you would at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks once again for being my guest here, Eddie. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And otherwise, goodbye. Time I am with-